Chapter 8 Clooney the Scourge was having nightmares. He had lain down in the church mouse's bed for a well-earned rest while his army was going about its allotted tasks. He should never have tried to sleep on an empty stomach, but weariness overcame his hunger. In Clooney's dream, everything was shrouded in a red mist. The cries of his victims rang out as barns blazed and ships floundered on a stormy red sea. Cattle bellowed in pain as he battled with the pike he had taken, that had taken its eye. The warlord thrashing about, killing, conquering, and laying waste to all in his dream. Then the phantom figure appeared. At first it seemed a small thing. A mouse, in fact, dressed in a long hooded robe. Clooney did not relish meeting it. He could not tell why, but the mouse kept getting closer to him. For the first time in his life, he turned and ran. Clooney went like a bat out of heck. Gla glancing back, he saw all the carnage, death, and misery he had caused in his career. The big rat laughed insanely and ran faster. On and on, past scenes of desolation and destruction wreaked by him. Clooney the Scourge, floating through the red mist, he could still see the strange mouse hard on his heels. Clooney felt himself filled with hatred for his pursuer. It seemed to have grown larger. Its eyes were cold and grim. Deep inside, Clooney knew that even he could not frighten this oddly garbed mouse. Now it was wielding a large bright sword, an ancient weapon of terrible beauty. The battle-scarred blade had a word written upon it that he could not make out. Sweat dripped from Clooney's claws like stinging acid. He stumbled. The strange figure was closer. It had grown into a giant. Clooney's lungs felt as if they were bursting. He realized that he had slowed up and the mouse was getting closer. He tried to put on an extra burst of speed, but his legs would not obey. They ran more and more slowly, more and more heavily. Clooney cursed aloud at his leadened limbs. He saw he was trapped in deep icy mud. For the first time, he knew the meaning of mindless fear and panic. He turned slowly, too late. The enemy was upon him. He was rooted helpless to the spot. The avenging mouse swung the sword up high a million lights flashing from his deadly blade as it struck. Bong! The loud toll of the distant Joseph Bell brought Clooney whirling back from the realms of nightmare to cold reality. He shivered, wiping the sweat from his fur with a shaky claw, saved by the bell. He was puzzled. What did the fearful dream mean? Clooney had never been one to put his faith in omens, but his dream... It had been so lifelike and vivid that he shuddered. A timid paw tapped on the door, snapped Clooney from his reverie with a start. It was rag ear and mange fur, his scavengers. They slunk into the room, each trying to hide behind the other, knowing that the poor results of their search were likely to incur the chief's wrath. Their assumption was correct. Clooney's baleful eye watched them as his long, flexible tail sorted through the paltry offerings 
which had dropped from their claws. A few dead beetles, two large earthworms, some unidentifiable vegetation, and the pitiful carcass of a long-dead sparrow. Clooney smiled at Ragear and Mangefur. With a sigh of relief, they grinned back at him. The chief was in a good mood. At lightning speed, the big rat's claw shot out and grabbed them both cruelly by the ears. The stupid hench rats yowled piteously as they were lifted bodily from the floor and swung to and fro. In a fit of rage, Clooney's bashed their heads together. Half senseless, they were hurled towards the doorway with angry words ringing in their skulls. Beetles, worms, and rotten sparrows? Get me meat, tender, young, red meat. Next time you bring me rubbish like this, I'll spit the pair of you and have you roasted in your own juice. Is that clear? Mangefur pointed an accusing claw at his companion. Please, Chief, it was Rag Ear's fault. If we'd gone across the fields instead of up the road. Don't believe that big fat liar, Chief. It was him who suggested going up the road, not me. Get out! The scavengers dashed off, bumping clumsily into each other with panic as they tried to get through the door together. Clooney slumped back on the bed and snorted impatiently. Frog blood and scum nose were next to report. They both bore news that cheered Clooney up somewhat. They'd obtained over a hundred new recruits, mainly rats, but with a good scattering of ferrets and weasels and the odd stoat. There had been some who needed convincing. These had been press-ganged by a savage beating from frog blood, coupled with the threats of a horrible death. They were soon convinced that the wisest course was to enlist in Clooney's horde. Others were hungry nomads, only too willing to join up with the infamous Clooney. They were greedy for plunder and booty, and pleased to be on what they were sure would be the winning side. Lined up in the churchyard, the recruits were supplied with weaponry by Red Tooth and Dark Claw. Impassively, they stood in ranks, awaiting the warlord's inspection. Clooney nodded his approval. Scurvy rats, hungry ferrets, sly weasels, bad stoats, exactly what he needed. Read them the articles, Red Tooth, he snapped. Red Tooth swaggered back and forth on the churchyard paving as he recited the formula from memory. Right. Eyes front. You're in the service of Clooney the Scourge now. Me buckos. Desert and you'll be killed. Retreat and you're under sentence of death. Disobey and you'll die. I'm Red Tooth, Clooney's number one rat. You will obey the word of your captains. They take orders from me. I will take orders from Clooney. Remember that. Now, if any one, two, or a group, or even all of you together want to try and beat Clooney and lead the horde, this is your chance. Without warning, Clooney charged headlong into the new recruits, lashing out wildly with his scourging tail. He bowled them left, right, and center with his massive strength, baring his teeth, slitting his eye. He whipped fiercely away until they fell back and scattered in disorder, hiding behind gravestones.
Clooney threw back his head and roared with laughter. No guts, eh? Ha! It's just as well. I don't want dead ends on my claws before I find a proper battle for you to fight. And make no mistake, when the right time comes, I'll see you fight, eh, and die too. Now, raise your weapons, and let's see if you know who your master is. A motley collection of evil-looking implements was framed by the cloudless sky as wild cries rang out from the newly inducted recruits. Clooney! Clooney! Clooney the Scourge!